Hey there, horror movie tea sippers. The following podcast episode will contain spoilers for the movie we are about to review. If you have not seen the movie and do not wish to have anything ruined prematurely, please do not continue to watch or listen until you have seen the movie. And welcome to the Horror Movie Tea Podcast. Today, we are covering another Keith request. We are catching up on your requests. <laughs> I'm trying to. Uh, but we are covering Halloween Party, which was released in 2019. But before we go into the review, let's grab our cups and talk about tea. So, I am doing a repeat, because don't want to get waterlogged. Doing the Plum Deluxe Portland Rose City Chai Tea. It's got black tea, rubos tea, Oregon, rose petals, cardamom, ginger, cinnamon, lemongrass, blackberry, and almond essence. And I didn't take a big enough breath. <laughs> I get excited talking about tea. <laughs> and I am drinking Bigelow's chamomile, vanilla, and honey herbal tea. And it's Ooh. got chamomile, natural vanilla, and honey flavors with other natural flavors and licorice root. Ooh, interesting. That sounds good. Yeah. Sounds very soothing. It's a very nice, warm, cozy tea. Yeah. But as always, thank you to Plum Deluxe for allowing us to continue to do what we love. But for our tea sippers out there, be yourself a cup of tea, sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy the review. So Halloween Party is about two college students who accidentally release the tortured souls of tragically disfigured children. And I believe all of them were uh, disfigured from birth defects. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. Which was caused by some kind of toxicity in the, the water or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. At the time. It yep. affected a whole generation, apparently, of kids in the area. Yeah. But for entertainment, this one's difficult because it could have been a pretty good horror movie, but it's a B movie. Yeah, it kind of feels like some of the earlier Blumhouse movies where like the premise of it is really interesting and you could see how it could be scary. Or like but, the Wild Eye movies. Yeah, but like the actual execution like like with this, I will say the tension in this movie is pretty decent. It's just when they actually do the the release scare or whatever, it's just very anticlimactic. And there's quite a few times where you're just like laughing out loud. Or like yes. or like one um well, I don't know if I said my rating. So I would rate this a seven point two five. It's like one of those where it's like I would be fine watching it again. But I'm not, it's not going to be a go-to movie. And I know, like, some of the scares, I'm just like, they, it felt like they weren't even trying to be yeah. scary. And maybe it's, I guess we didn't do any background research on if this was supposed to be scary or not. But it does seem like they are intentionally trying to make the movie scary. I but then it's there's supposed to be. But then there's but these scenes like. just kind of fall short. Yeah, like there's this uh, scene where this guy is on the uh, toilet and one of the monsters comes up from out of the toilet. And, and, and they have like stupid 
scares like that. It's just yeah. And then whenever they they build up with an actual decent one, and then they actually have the scare go through, they still do this really weird where they like make almost do like a CG like widening the eyes of the the child or the the monster or whatever and making it look like even scarier Cartoon-ish. but it's, but yeah instead it looks like a cartoon and it's just that's not that's not scary i'm sorry yeah so it it really felt like it's like they tripped at the finish line yeah it, well it feel like it was a person that was a, a decent director or producer and they were trying to do their first horror movie and they've watched a bunch of horror movies before so they kind of had the right idea but they weren't exactly sure how to execute it type of thing so it's just a really weird mix so it's like aside from the anticlimactic scares the movie is pretty decent but and but it is a very typical um horror movie premise where it's like you know this this virus like infects your computer and pops up but i will say they at least made it a little bit more interesting in figuring out that the uh that the origin was specifically uh their room the roommate's mm-hmm. closet which i feel like a lot of these like virus movie type of things like um is it just called friends? The one where it's like Skype and their people are dying over Skype. Unfriended. Unfriended. Thank you. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like it felt a little bit more solid than that. Cause it had some semblance that's based in reality technically, but it's still like off the wall. Like, Oh yeah. The, the kids were on computers and they figured out how to create a virus and the, it's just, and it's like, why would stepping on the stone, like, their their explanation for things, that. like, their the explanation for things didn't really seem that solid. It's like, oh, stepping on this part, like, triggers the the virus because their souls are unrusted. Yeah, um, it's basically their grave site. You're disturbing their grave. Yeah, but it's like, why a virus then? It's just, it just seems, like, very random. And then, um, and then, of course, that had the very typical horror movie ending on, like, oh, we released them, we set them free. It's like, you weren't supposed to release them. And then it... <laughs> What's that? The airplane scene. It's not scene. over. Yeah, the airplane scene. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> I so, laughed real hard at the bears. <laughs> yeah, the v- extremely the unrealistic. I, I didn't computer. appreciate the spiders, but they were CG enough that you could tell they weren't actually there. Yeah. But the bear... <laughs> Yeah, the bear I laughed at. The spiders, I have to admit, I would not be happy with. But yeah, yeah. So it's like overall for entertainment wise for me, uh, it it's it's a very typical horror movie. Um, it, it could have been a lot better, but even if the scares of it were a lot better it still wouldn't necessarily be in my horror library go-tos. Um, but yeah, I'll probably watch it again once or twice. So, um, Personally, I give it a six. I had seen it before. Um, so you pick up 
some things that you might have missed before on a, a second or third watch, but it really does drive me nuts that they do such a good job with tension and anticipation, especially with things like um, when she, the friend is telling the story about the pigs mm-hmm. or they're, they're talking about the balloon children or the, the Halloween party. And they're going into all these details of how tragic their story actually is and everything like that. But how scary it was seeing them basically become super aggressive Mm -hmm. because of what they've been through and because they don't really have a good support system or anything like their family starts seeing them less and less and they're terminal. So they're in a horrible situation to begin with and they're feeling alone apart from each other. Yeah. So, um, and then with the, the different lead up to the scares are really decent. They're really good. But then to have them fall so short, right at the finish line, like right at each of the scares, it just, it's almost painful after a point. Yeah, it's very unsatisfactory. Yes. Like, it can be really funny if you're watching it with a group of friends and all, it would be more enjoyable. But it's still not quite the same. It doesn't give you that satisfaction that a horror movie should. Mm Mm-hmm. Once you have that great lead up and then like you're supposed to have a really good scare to release that tension and everything. And it's just something kind of stupid, honestly. Yeah. (laughs) Most of the time. So just it's a little frustrating. I do like the characters and the the chemistry they have between them, the banter they have. Um, I like the interactions. Between most of the characters, I kind of hated the frat boys, but I think you're kind of supposed to. <laughs> yeah, the characters in this movie are, are a lot of them are very much throwaway characters. Yep. <laughs> but like even the, the two more main characters, like the final girl and then the, their nerdy guy, it's like they're, they're nothing extra unique or anything. No, but they're still decent and they're still funny and you still root for them. Yeah, yeah. So you don't hate them, but they're not yeah. like extra they're relatable at least. Yeah. I will say I love how the little like how meta yes. tried to be. It's kind of like odd where they would just like throw these meta jokes. I'm like, oh, will just, they fuck? It's like, yeah, a little awkward. Um, but on the whole, like they did a decent job again, it is a B movie. So I mean, it's nothing really to write home about, but it's decent enough that I would be interested to see what at least a couple of them have done other than this and see if that hopefully was any better, (laughs) (laughs) at least with the scares of nothing else. Mm -hmm. Um, there was a lot with the realism that brought the score down too, which of course we'll get to. Yeah. But there are just things in horror movies that are extremely frustrating and I wish we could move past. Like, do better. <laughs> I do like at one point they mention like, in scary movies when stuff is happening, they don't just pack up and leave like they should. And the, the nerdy guy's like, I would be in my car on my way to Cleveland. 
I don't know why Cleveland specifically, but it seemed far enough away in the movie for them to feel safe being there. So when stuff does start happening, they're like, we're leaving (laughs) Cleveland. Yes. Airport. Let's go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that was, that was nice that they at least brought that in, but there are many other things that again, we'll get to later that just, just a little bit too frustrating and great. Just a little bit. So I I had to take off. Yeah. (laughs) Though I do. I don't know if this was an intentional call or reference, but the cat was named Jonesy. And in Alien, the cat on the ship was named Jones and they called it Jonesy. So I don't know if that was an intentional reference or not, but I loved it and I appreciated it. I would assume so. That just seems a little bit too on the nose, you know? I don't know. I don't know, but it was great and I loved it. (laughs) So that's what I had for entertainment there. For realism... Yeah, there's. it follows the faults of a lot of horror yes. movies. So I would personally give this a two, uh, which I feel is pretty, pretty reasonable. That's uh, what I was going to give it as well. <laughs> so like kind of going down the list, uh, the one of the things is why the girl, the very first girl that gets killed, the roommate, it's like, so, why, mm-hmm. why wouldn't she... Uh, call the police. Like what? Just it's just yeah. so freaking or obvious. At least mall security. Yes, it's like this movie very much falls into the trap of like they have the the characters that die like stumble into getting killed where there's like so many avenues. Like the guy on the toilet. Why did he stay on the toilet? Like just. You know, weird stuff is happening. You don't know if the pipes are going to burst or whatever. Get, like, you know... It's going to be messy real quick. Yeah, it's like, either wipe yourself up real quick or or, or pit on your pants. Do, do something. It's like, he could have just, like, stepped out of the bathroom and been like, oh, what's going on? And then... And then even with the main characters, which, for the most part, seem to be pretty smart. But then they would do some really dumb themes that seemed out of character, which I'm sure you'll talk more about, but the the van It was, was very much movie got a movie kind of thing. Yeah, and that like honestly, whenever uh, as re- uh, you're talking about entertainment, I'm like, man, I, I think I was a bit generous with the 7.25. I might like lower it down to a 7. But it, it was enjoyable. But yeah. It- it it is enjoyable, but was that thunder? Holy moly! Yeah, it's it's pouring right now. Well, it's just started getting dark over here, so we'll be getting oh, hit with it soon. Storming right now. Oh. <laughs> um, so, but anyways, fine. Uh, <laughs> it just adds to the atmosphere. I've got some ambiance over here. <laughs> yeah, uh, perfect to have a storm on recording day but uh exactly but yeah it's one of those movies or one of those horror movies i should say where if you want it to make uh if you want a movie that makes sense and it's logical and it's gonna drive you nuts if it's not you're gonna hate this movie yeah like i didn't fully hate it it just it was a little it grates a little yeah, but from a from someone that's 
I, I feel like I'm a little bit better at sitting back and being like, oh, it's a horror movie. I'm just going to let whatever happened happen. But there were even better at it than I am. <laughs> <laughs> but there were still parts like the girl not calling the police when she's in the department store. Or, yeah, you know, as he said, even calling mall security at a minimum. Uh, like my my only thought is maybe she thought it was a prank but i mean there's a point where she was so scared that i'm like no she there's no way that even it she wouldn't is beyond her just thinking it was a prank is what i'm trying to get at yeah. um so yeah just a lot of uh frustrating movies got a movie moments um also i guess the only other thing that um that kind of made me question is i can understand them wanting to the the two char- the two main characters um and when they're in the tunnel i can understand wanting to change from like the flashlight to the more uh, uh night vision camera night vision but you could still see an obvious green aura yeah so it's like i don't think it was realistic for them to be like, oh, they won't be attracted to us because we're in the dark. It's like, no, they can still see the green on your face. Now, yep. they might be less attracted versus like a super bright flashlight, but no, you, you still have some level of light. You still have some way for them to see you and be like, oh, there's there's people right there. And it's like one of those things where it's like you got away the pros and cons on like if they found like a, a slightly... Because they were obviously, it seemed like, struggling to see, even with the night vision. So if they had found, like, a way to turn down the flashlight so they could still go, like, really fast through the tunnel, but not get be as attractive as if they had their flashlight on full blast. Um, I don't know. That's kind of maybe a nitpicky thing, but that didn't make a whole lot of sense to me either. I mean, at the very least, turn down the brightness on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But it, it just seemed like the night vision wasn't helping them a whole lot, and it seemed to hinder them in a lot of ways. So if they would have found something that was in between the super bright flat, like I totally uh, agree, don't have a glaring like <laughs> bright flashlight. That's definitely, you know, you can see that uh, twenty feet down and or further, and be like, oh, there's a person there, but even if they could have like shortened the range of the flashlight so they could still see perfectly and still like pick up the pace on how quickly they're going through the tunnel instead of like kind of stumbling, trying to see, I don't know, but that's what I got. (laughs) Yeah. So I also gave it a two (laughs) because it's just the movie has got a movie moments are just a little too forced. Um, when they don't call security or nine one one with the first chick, She's ha- She has a phone. She had it in her hand half the time. Yeah. The store has to have a phone. Mm-hmm. She had the phone in her pocket when she was banging on the doors. So, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, call someone, but then with that same chick's dorm room, which I never understood why her room was in the frat house. Hmm. Like, why did they have that chick's room in the frat house? I, didn't I know realize. she said the dorm had a serious bro problem, but like later they showed it was an actual frat house. Like they had the the Greek letters for their their fraternity and everything out front. 
Oh, I thought so, so, that was a completely separate building. Nope. Hmm. Same building. Huh. Okay. So, didn't really make that much sense. Um, or if they did, why did they have the, why did the frat boys live there but have the house? It was just very vague and, and didn't make that much sense, honestly. Um, but three weeks after she's killed, all of her stuff is still in that dorm room. Yes. Yeah. Which is a no. <laughs> Within days, maybe a week, everything would have been cleared out and either put in evidence or sent back to the family. So, no. At the very, very least, it would have been in Lost and Found. So, uh, then with Bubbles in the Tub. Yeah, the nicknames were weird. They were but... really stupid. Um, he believed that someone was after him, the tall man. And he doesn't call anyone or seek an officer or a figure of authority or anything. He mm-hmm. ends up going to a food truck instead. Okay. <laughs> I mean, even if he ran out of there and thought, okay, maybe I was just seeing things. Maybe I'm just stressed out. I'm hungry. Let me go ahead and calm down, get something to eat, get something in my system. Maybe I'll think clear. No. <laughs> I feel like he still would have found someone, campus security or otherwise, and been like, I saw someone that I believe was from my past that tried to harm me. I thought he was coming after me again. I don't feel safe. And stick with them until you do feel safe. Mm-hmm. Or file a report at least. Yeah. Because, no. <laughs> um, then Spencer fails the thing because they hold him back. Uh, when stuff does start to go down then, and they're in the van, the windshield gets cracked, yes, which shouldn't have happened anyway, because it was a fist. The fist should have bounced off. But, because <laughs> that's how windshields are made. But, um, even if it had cracked, which is a very big if, I'm still calling BS on it, they had no reason to get out of the vehicle at all. It was still drivable. They were still protected, still safe. And it would have been a hell of a lot more effort to get out of the vehicle through the rear, the trunk, than it would have been to drive off. But again, movies got a movie and they needed that tunnel scene. Yeah. And now that I think about it, even the the whole premise of the movie of like the whole virus asking for your fear is like that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense with the with the past of the the children, like the unrusted souls. It's like you'd think that they would just be haunting just the whole uh school grounds killing off people. Like why a virus specifically? It's just like anyways, it seemed like a convoluted story. It was a way to tie in the computers and all. And they were called the Halloween party. So it was what scares you and all. And yeah. they're, the way they looked scared people. Yeah. So it makes sense in that aspect. Um, but I also wondered why, when Spencer failed it, why they were going after Grace in a completely different dorm area. Like, I get the frat boys because, again, it was in the same building and they spawned there, basically. Like, that was their spawn point. But Spencer was the one that got the death animation, not her. And she was in a completely different area. So why were they coming after her? At least until Spencer and Grace met up, it 
didn't make sense. Well, I know he kind of mentioned that, oh, you released them, they're going to attack everybody, but... Yeah, but again, she was in a completely different area. So I feel like it should have been almost a wave with a distinct pattern from, like, the spawn point heading towards Spencer specifically. Yeah, that definitely would make sense. attacking anyone that was in the way. Yeah. But she was on, like, the other side of campus. <laughs> yeah. So it was really more of the the relationship closeness as a kind of sort of reason. Like, she knew about them, so they're going to attack her kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it, it didn't make that much sense. Yeah. Um, I did take off a little bit for the cardboard plane. <laughs> it was fairly well done for a cardboard plane. I will admit that. But it was still a cardboard plane, and I laughed when I noticed it. When you just, they have the shot looking out at the wing and, like, everything is cardboard that looks like it was just green tape holding it piece by piece together. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, what plane has iPads for each seat? Yeah, I, yeah. Even I in coach. Would. Like, I could understand maybe first class, but in coach? Well, it's like... Seriously? Mo- most planes nowadays, they just have a screen built into the... Yes. Yeah, they don't need an iPad at all. But it's like a generic screen. Yeah. It's not normally a tablet kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, and a lot of economy seats like Coach don't have even that half the time. It so depends on it the depends on the airlines. flight yeah. and the airline, yes. But they're not going to have iPads. Yeah. So... Because it seems like it'd be, especially with it, it wasn't like attached. I mean, it's like just, it looked like it was Velcroed to the seat. Yes. So it's like, I that would be too much liability for someone to just like rip it out from the seat and then take it with them. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Plus what, you know, now that I think about it, where she was pressing, I think that's where it's plugged in, where it charges and it wasn't plugged in at all. Like the, the home button. Where the the iPad is, like, I'm pretty sure that's where it charges, and it wasn't plugged in at all. I don't know. I'm an Android person, so I don't, I didn't go into that much detail. I just, iPads are very, very easy to recognize, <laughs> and I know they're hella expensive, even the older generation ones, so. Yeah. No. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. But yeah, that's, that's what I got there. Yeah, like, like overall, like it's a decent movie if you want to watch a new horror movie, but I don't, I think it's in the group. Yeah, but I think it'd be one that you're not necessarily missing anything if you don't ever watch it. It's easily a background movie. Yeah. Like if you're doing something else as well, like cleaning or doing a craft or, or whatever, something else in, in the same time that you have it on in the background. I could easily see that happening. Yep. But thank you so much for joining us today and let us know what you thought of the movie. If you'd like to recommend a movie game or tea, you can leave us a comment or join our discord server. And if you'd like to keep up to date with our content, you can find our link tree listed below. If you'd like to support the podcast, please subscribe, like, and share our content. We also have a teespring and a PayPal donate button available. If you'd like to support us monetarily. And our Plum Deluxe affiliate link will be down below. It does not affect the price of the tea. It just helps us continue to do what we love. And you can find all of the sites mentioned link below. 
But until the next time, guys, stay safe and stay spoopy. Bye. Bye.